G'day and welcome to another Big Dick Energy Aussie edition of the Steel Cage. This is episode 388 and our Stomping Grounds review. I'm your host, Greg, aka Captain Boomerang, and uh, I always wear slacks and a shirt in my title matches, but tonight I'll be your host again, uh, joined as always by my fellow drop bears. Firstly, she peaked in NXT, it's little Sherby Stacey Herbert. Goddamn right. <laughs> And the best referee since Lacey Evans, Stinger Steve Ray. <laughs> Howdy, folks. <laughs> so how are we going, guys? Everyone's good? Yeah. Great. Mm. And stomping grounds happened. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it did. I'm thrilled <laughs> to talk about this incredible pay-per-view. Hey, it, actually, it wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be. I was able to actually watch it, but, um, yeah, it wasn't very, um, very exciting. <laughs> well, first off, I guess um, a shout out to Josh, the uh, founder and proprietor of the Steel Cage Podcast Network. Since he's now uh, slumming it in Boise, uh, he's yeah he's reached out to us again to do another show and uh, take up the slack while he's I don't know just chilling out and doing nothing, drinking cocktails and reading my comics on Comicsology. But anyway, <laughs> shout out to Josh. Um, but yeah, uh, stomping grounds. Did you guys um, did you guys watch the the pre show match at all for the yeah uh, the cruiserweight title? Because I did. Yeah, so. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, I didn't actually because um, yeah, like the don't include it when you go back and watch the stream on the network. You have to go into a separate stream, and I just oh, didn't think the... to do that. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, it was your usual, you know, flippy shit sort of thing. Um, yeah, no, nothing nothing to write home about. I think we've all voiced our opinions on the 205 Live guys. We don't really we don't really watch it, so. Yeah, it's a bit, I mean, I'm glad it exists, but it's not for me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did enjoy the, uh, the Raw Women's uh, title match when uh, even though it's a few botches and things, but, I mean, we did get Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans again, but for what it's worth, I, I did enjoy the match. Lacey's, Lacey's doing a job that she's been, that she's supposed to be doing. She's, um, this, you know, let's face it, she's not the, the best wrestler in the world, but she's actually playing a good part and playing a good role in this feud. Yeah, I agree. Um, my only concern is... I don't know where, well, we obviously know where they're going from here, like not to skip too far yeah. ahead into the show, but Lacey didn't look strong in this pay-per-view um, and she's going to have to get a win on Becky at some point if they want to extend this feud. Yeah, it yeah. does seem a little yeah. bit like, I think we spoke on our last uh, episode that, that we did where they brought Lacey Evans in or up to the main roster and she pretty much like lost straight away to Becky, which is fine because they're not going to, you know, they're, they're, they're sort of riding the Becky train at the moment. But yeah. it wasn't like a lot of other times they bring in like the new heel and they have a run of six months undefeated and stuff like that and then someone finally beats them. Um, you know, Jack Swagger, Rusev, all these guys, you know. And then um, even like he wasn't heel at the time, but Nakamura, you know. Yeah. Um, and then it seems like once once you beat them once, then they lose every week. 
Like it's just like, oh, okay, they, um, Oscar's another one, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like these these formerly unbeatable champions or, or you know, uh, winners of, of a streak, they, they then just sort of get like knocked down to sort of regular status again. And it's like, oh, okay, but how come they were so unbeatable before? Whereas they didn't do that with Lacey Evans. They sort of brought her in as this like shit heel and everyone was like, boo, <laughs> you know, we hate you. And then she lost which is what everyone wanted. So yeah. they sort of played the part well. And even with this, like, it was another loss to Becky. But, I mean, it's it's not really like, oh, she, she's just hopeless now because she lost to Becky. It's like, but that's what everybody wants. But, yeah, I, I agree with you, Stacey, though. They do need to, like, Lacey Evans will have to have some kind of, yeah. like, one-upmanship like, or, or even yeah. a win over Becky. She doesn't point. have to win clean. You know, no, she's no. not she's not the kind of character that would win clean over Becky. No one would really believe that. But it's gotten to the point where she's lost to Becky enough times where it's like, what has Becky got to prove by having more matches with her? Yeah. I think that's maybe why they've mixed it up a little bit, but we'll get to that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean I do I did I did like the match itself. It did sort of seem there's a couple of spots there that have been pointed out where, you know, you know, Becky went for the sort of the back elbow in the corner and, and then oh. jump and kick her like twice and all yeah. this. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all a right. but, I mean, massive that's, botch. That's, you know, I, I, I'm not one of these people who sit there and go, oh, that match was shit because of that one botch. Like, yeah, whatever. Compared to what we used to get with the women matches, like, you know, yeah. this was bloody... You know, Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair. <laughs> so, yeah. And there was a there was a um, clip going around where you could actually hear Becky calling the next move too. So they, you know, they were saying oh. that, the, yeah, the microphones must have been up too loud or something. Uh, that's because there was no one in the arena. <laughs> yeah, that could be it too. <laughs> it was the echo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for for all in all, I, I thought that was quite good, and I mean, um. I don't know. It does seem to me a little bit that Becky's like popularity, for lack of a better term, or her sort of, um, I don't know what you call it. Like, the, it it does seem to have lessened. Like, she yep. was like the biggest star in the industry, basically around WrestleMania, and now it's like, oh, yeah, now she's like the women's champ again. Like, she's still do popular, you, but do yeah. you think that's yeah. because around WrestleMania, she it was you know she was going against Ronda Rousey? And now she's going against Lacey Evans. Do you think that might have something to do with the fact that people aren't that interested? I think so. Maybe? I think so because, like, I think if you if you beat someone that you should beat, it's like so what? You know, like if 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 um, you know, I went and challenged Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson was like, "I'm going to beat you up." I'll be like, "All right," and then he'd beat the shit out of me, which he would. It's like, okay, you beat the shit out of some random guy like that's no like feat of excellence <laughs> like, yeah 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 that's true yeah so everyone sees Lacey Evans and goes oh okay she's like Charlotte version two and and she's yeah. just another Vince like puppet type thing and and she's not that good in the ring she's not that good on the mic but I mean she's, she's doing a good enough job but compared to like the um the uh rivalry that Becky had with Charlotte mm. and 
and all that where Charlotte could, uh, sorry, Becky could just sort of rip in on Twitter and just give her shit for all the like, oh, well, you're Ric Flair's daughter and you got pushed to the moon for nothing and all this kind of stuff. Um, we don't know Lacey Evans enough for those kind of barbs and jabs to like hit home enough, I don't think. Yeah. So it's not like like if Becky sort of lays shit on, um, on Lacey, you don't get that reaction of like, oh, no, you didn't say that. Like, oh, you know, like and you get yeah. that, that ooh reaction. And yeah. and with um, Ronda, well, everyone knows how like tough Ronda is, like legit. So, again, you sort of get up in Ronda's face and talk shit and, and carry on. And, of course, their Twitter feud was like hilarious. Was amazing. Yeah. And then I guess, yeah, it is like a massive drop down to Lacey Evans, not so much in her like status or, or talent but just in the stature of like you went from the biggest stage ever against one like your main rivals if in your whole career and two like the most famous popular whatever you want to call it like female fighting athlete in the yes. world and now you're just sort of back to fighting other wrestlers like yeah, it's like, mm, yeah. okay i don't know yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that has a lot to do with it. I honestly think the height of Becky's popularity was actually just before SummerSlam last year. Um, well, before she got taken out with the face injury on Raw. Um, and not to undermine her popul- popularity going into WrestleMania, it was still huge, but I think it had lessened a little bit in that time when she had to be off TV injured. Um, So, and not to mention, like, nothing against Becky. I love Becky. But um, Ronda was so hated leading into WrestleMania Mm -hmm. when she kind of went full heel turn. You could have put almost, I won't say any, but any good face against her and they would have rooted for them. Like, I'm convinced you could have put Sasha and Bailey in there. And they like the audience hated Rhonda so much and wanted to see her lose so passionately that they would cheer for almost anyone they put opposite yeah. her. Yeah, like yeah, the full true. on the full on babyface fans would have got behind Bailey. Absolutely. As, as the smiley, yeah. huggy underdog and the like the the cool heel fans type of things. Like the fans are like, oh, I like like the always like the NWO and all that kind of stuff because they were the, and DX because they were the bad guys and did like awful things and the rock and all those sorts of things. Um, they would have got behind um, Sasha yeah. if she'd, if she'd been like proper NXT boss character going up against Ronda. So, but yeah, I think, um, I mean, it could almost be seen as a bit of a filler program in a sense if they, like, well, we'll, we'll give Becky and, and Lacey another match because they obviously knew where they were going with Seth and and um, Corbin and stuff. So Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting is, to see. Do we know, is, is, is Ronda coming back anytime soon? Do we know? Or is she taking time off? I heard she might be having a baby or something. But that That's I what I heard, like, back around WrestleMania, but... I honestly haven't heard anything um, mm. since then or even really looked into it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. if she's trying for a baby, then we won't expect won't to see, see her yeah. for a long time. And yeah, I think the, the best, like, if I, was, if I was writing it, I would leave Rhonda away until 
like someone either you turn Becky heel like say a year from now or something like that and she like goes through everyone and then the only person to face her is Ronda and then you have people behind Ronda because she's been away for so long and she's sort of um, you know people be at that point would be booing Becky and stuff like that and so you sort of have someone come back Um, or um, you have her come back against Charlotte or something like that and then um, get the win over Charlotte and then sort of just piss off altogether. Like, have you yeah. know, like, she's not yeah. a wrestler for years and years and years. She just sort of was like, you know, it was a thing she did and she was good at it. And But I, I don't see Ronda Rousey being sort of, you know, Brock Lesnar even, where, you know, Brock came back in 2012. I think people forget that. Like, yeah. a long yeah. time ago. So, and he'd been out for a while, obviously going off to play football and UFC <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he did, he did well with football, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but yeah, he you know he came back and yeah, he's not on the show a lot, but it's, it's the attraction of Brock Lesnar. I think you could you you'd have to do something similar with Ronda. I think I don't think she could just be. Uh, like it sounds awful to say, like just another women's wrestler on Raw or SmackDown, but you know what I mean. Like just uh, yeah. an everyday, she, she's like above that almost. So, whereas yeah. like Becky is in in terms of stature and like Charlotte and stuff like that, but they are they were wrestlers first. They're always wrestlers, yeah. so they're just yeah. big name wrestlers as opposed to a big name who became a wrestler. It's like so. yeah, yeah. Um, Ronda or which, Brock? Which, uh, sorry. Oh no, I was going to say which Brock Lesnar became once he left and came back. Yeah, like he was Ronda, a wrestler, but now he's a UFC guy that came back to wrestling. So exactly, yeah. Ronda and Brock are like special events almost. It yeah. would be so much. This feud that they're starting would be so much better with with Brock and Ronda up against Seth and Becky. Oh Too yeah. Like, yeah. how much better would it be? I think. Well, the, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Like, that's almost a WrestleMania main event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, if you did it properly, and like, I think. So. Yeah. It would be better than Baron Corbin anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, so, it's ha- take- he's so handsome. You, you can see, you can see how excited we are to talk about this. It's, it's The excitement is <laughs> oozing. I just love the news now that he's getting pushed because Vince thinks he's like he's like a looker and a ladies' man. <sighs> wow. Oh. Mm. Really? Vince, yeah, he's so handsome, goddammit. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he wears a fucking suit to the ring. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's always really well dressed. <laughs> I mean, to each their own, there's a lot of handsome and good looking people on that roster, but I just wouldn't call Baron Corbin one of them. Uh, who, who does it for you on the roster, Stace? Who do you think? Like, yep. <laughs> I just loved that receiving hairline. <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon. Um, <laughs> I reckon Adam Cole could be one, Greg. Ooh. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him, and, him and Otis. I'm sure Otis does it for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God. But yeah. Um, well, it, I, I there was another match that came up next. Which was the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going up against uh, two thirds of the New Day in in Big E and 
Xavier Woods. And, like, when it started, I thought, oh, here we go. Like, this is just a raw match. Like, come on. But It's a squash. Yeah, but, like, this is a TV match. This is not a pay-per-view, you know. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I, I really liked it. I love, I love, um, like, of the new day, Big E and Xavier are my two favourites. Like, I know everyone loves Kofi, but I like Kofi too. But of the three, like, he would be my least favourite new new day member if I had to pick one. Um, I like, and then Big E and Xavier, I'm kind of, like, split because, like, Big E is, is awesome because he's such a powerhouse and he can be funny as well. But, like, I always thought, like, Xavier Woods would, if I back when they kind of started the new day and, and they were sort of, um, like, kicking off, when they were heels, and they were sort of kicking off the whole um, Freebird type of thing. I always thought, like, oh, they could have made Xavier Woods, like, a champion, like a heel yeah. champion who's who's cheating because of the other two and stuff like that because he's the best on the mic and he seems to have the most sort of natural charisma and stuff. Yeah. Um, so having those two paired up, I always like it because you get they're both kind of charismatic and they're both sort of personable, but um, and they can both wrestle, but in different ways because obviously... Big E's a big powerhouse guy, and Xavier's sort of more of your standard um, wrestler. But I really, and I really like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn together. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, as heels, especially because yeah, like Sami Zayn, and he's just sort of shit-eating grin, and he's he's just a dickhead heel. Shit. A- yeah, <laughs> I like them together. So I, I, it sounds silly to say I was surprised that I liked this match because I like everyone involved, but. They really did step it up, I thought, and, and made it a pay per view worthy match. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, like the it was a total squash at the start. Like I'm almost surprised by how much they kind of squashed Xavier at the start yeah. there. But um yeah, it almost had no right to be that good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone involved is incredibly talented, but yeah, I pleasantly surprised me as well kind of once I got about halfway to three quarters through the match I think it showed a lot about Woods too how you know he he was getting squashed at the start of the match but he still kept going and really showcased his talent I've I've loved him ever since he was um, Consequences Creed at TNA yeah I I do too I liked him when I first started watching um, TNA back in the day when he was on it Yeah. yeah Because, lethal consequences um, with Jay Lethal and yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Well, I liked him. I've never seen um, Jay Lethal on ROH because I've never seen second one of ROH, but um, I did like him in TNA as well. I thought he was good, and not just the Macho Man shit, but just in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, when I first started watching TNA, like, oh shit, probably be close to ten years ago now because I'd heard. Kevin Nash and Kurt Angle and Sting and Booker T and Scott Steiner and all these guys that I used to watch in WCW. Main event mafia. Yeah. Well, Kurt Angle wasn't WCW, but he was around that time. Oh, they're all in TNA. Oh, all right. I'll check it out, you know. so. And then Scott Hall would sort of appear now and then. And, like, (laughs) I'm a big Scott Hall mark. So, Um, yeah, and he was one of the young guys. Like, obviously, AJ was impressive and – you know Christopher Daniels and these guys, but yeah, I, I like. I'm like this consequences. Creed guy is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. so, yeah. So when he turned up, I was like, oh, well, I'm actually, that's that guy. I'm actually quite glad they're actually giving him a go because when you know New Day first started out, it was always Big E and Kofi in the tag matches, and you know Woods would be on the sideline with his yeah, he was with Francesca. For a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, since they've started, you know, giving him his, his own run sort of thing, yeah, he's I'm really enjoying it. One thing that comes to mind with the start of that match, um, a local wrestler who will remain unnamed once told me that what really makes a great face is not really your offense, but how you sell a big yep. town. Yep. Um, and yeah, that that is how I feel about Xavier. Like you, he's kind of the underdog, um, yep. and you can't help but root for him, especially because he's the smallest of the three in New Day. Um, and yeah, and he gets overlooked a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think um, they really no. I don't think they. It's too much. It's too much to say that they dropped the ball with Xavier because he is still there in a major force. But I do think if they had worked on him a little bit more, he could have been like he could have been the guy that won the title and not Kofi. But Kofi does could, have there, more more history there, so there could be a big reason for that too. Why well, he's not getting given that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some several pages uh, that have been uh, turned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, hear me out here um, and you might think that he's above this and I would probably agree to an extent but wouldn't it be interesting if Xavier or even Big E um, picked up the 24-7 title oh, yeah. if, be, like, if Big E had like, it it would be so good yeah <laughs> I feel like it would make like it's been a bit stale with kind of the same competitors like just um, kind of throwing the belt back and forth, but I think that would be really entertaining. And, and could you imagine the whole um, like, oh, is he gonna is he gonna try and roll me up? Is he gonna try and pin me? What, you know, like they could have, yeah. they could play that against each other as well. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would like, yeah, I would like to see Big E um, be the guy, like, because everybody now did this twenty four seven title, like it's like you got to ambush him and beat him, you know, you jump out of the car and pin him and then drive away and all that kind of shit. And it's like I'd like to see all that kind of shit happen, but Big E just keeps winning. Yeah, so like yeah. you know, someone jumps out of the closet, like ha ha, I've got you, and he just beats him up, pins him. Yep, retain the title. Like, <laughs> like just keeps just keeps winning. Like they have to find new ways to. Uh, Ambush Big E because he's, yeah. he's too powerful and crafty. That'd know? be awesome. <laughs> Plus, he'd have the other guys backing him up. So yeah, you know, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like he is would. above it. Like you said, Stacey. Like he's above yeah. that title. But if you gave him the title, it would elevate the title and make it cool. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, one title that um, switched hands again. No. At uh, stomping ground it was your boy again, Steve. No. Uh, <laughs> little Samoa Joe uh, being defeated by Ricochet. So it's uh, yeah a good match, but I mean not one that I would have picked offhand that these two guys would have such like great chemistry because they're sort of different styles and Ricochet is about a third of the size of Samoa Joe <laughs> and, and all that. But I mean Joe's always been able to work. Um, like outside of his frame in a sense like he's always yeah. been able to move for a big guy um, like Big E as well yeah. Um, but yeah the United States Championship around the waist of Ricochet do you guys uh, like this or or is it uh, is he more of a bit too flippy 
for you guys. I don't, I don't like who he took it off, but yeah, I, mean, I don't <laughs> mind Ricochet. I, I don't mind Ricochet. I thought it was very interesting how they, um, you know, show him out the back getting congratulated by yeah. everyone, and then Triple H really congratulated mm. him. So I think he's going to be there for a, you know, for, for as champion for a little while. Mm-hmm. Triple H definitely. Um... Uh, one I don't of his boys wrote that scene, but yeah, he he made that happen because yeah. I think if that were Vince's call, it would be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm happy for him. Yeah, I think uh, I am glad that Ricochet, like, if he's going to have the US title, I think that's a good role for him. Like yep. personally, yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, anything could happen, but personally, at this stage, I don't ever see him as a world champion just because I don't think he's got enough um, charisma and mic skills and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm sure there's a thousand, you know, bowler fans screaming at me now going, oh, <laughs> bullshit. But for what I've seen of him, which to be fair is not a lot, uh, considering how long he's been a wrestler and stuff like that. But I, yeah, I don't like. I don't see him reaching the same heights as someone like AJ Styles or Nakamura or, you know, dare I say it, bloody Kenny Omega. But, you know, like, they do. No, but, like, for all all the (laughs) shit that we kind of give Kenny Omega, like, he is a good wrestler and he is charismatic and stuff like that, you know. Um, He's a bit of a whinger at the moment, though. You see WWE are showing Evolve on the uh, network the same night. AEW running one of their shows. Yeah. I like that how they're like, oh yeah, Vince is scared. He's got to put up. It's like Vince isn't scared. He's just petty. Yeah, exactly. So yes. like, yeah. It's not that he's worried about AEW. It's just like he knows he can just say fuck you, and that so he will. He can do like, what he wants, pretty much. Yeah, and you're putting something... the indie darlings against the indie darlings. So it's like yeah, there you yeah. go, fight yeah. each other and argue exactly. about it. I was reading a Twitter feed where people were complaining how oh, it's not even part of WWE, but what they, you know, they don't realise is that they've got a working relationship, and you know Vince will do what he wants to do. Yeah, so that'll be, yeah. and it's probably more Triple H than Vince, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because like Vince would probably be like, "Evolve, what's that?" He wouldn't. Even know <laughs> you know where we send our wrestlers who aren't doing anything? Yeah. That's <laughs> But, uh, yeah, as far as Ricochet goes, I think him having the U.S. title, I think that's a good spot for him. Um, yep. I'm glad that he's sort of away from Alistair Black uh, more than anything because... <laughs> I was going to say what the same What do you thing. mean? <laughs> like, they're not a fucking team. Like, come on. And they you were, don't they like were... NXT Graveyard? What are you talking about? <laughs> Can we get a that's shirt a... made up, NXT Graveyard? We should. That's a, yeah, that'd be good. It's just all the, It's just like a field of... Headstones like the Master yeah. of Puppets album. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear I can hear Lars Ulrich on the phone already. Like, the the Oscars undefeated streak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think um, having him away from Alistair Black it lets him be Ricochet and not Ricochet and Alistair Black and the whole like mm. we're from NXT. It's like no Ricochet yep. is just a raw guy now and now he's the US champ. Yeah, good role for him. It's sort of like because the US title is always kind of the equivalent of the IC title, um, yeah. and the IC title was always traditionally like the workers' belt. So to have Ricochet have it, I think yeah, I I think that's the perfect spot for him at the moment. Um, but yeah, well, we'll move on. Um, 
this next match was another one that really surprised me <laughs> because <laughs> we had again Daniel Bryan and Rowan as um as a team. Like, okay. But then to have them actually as tag team champions doesn't really work for me, but whatever. I can see sort of why they did it, but I would much rather, obviously, like everyone else, I would much rather see Daniel Bryan as a single and going in the, the main event picture and up against sort of all the, the bigger names and stuff like that. But having said that, watching the match and the more I see of heavy machinery, the more I like them. Like, yeah. it's just, especially Otis. Like, he's awesome. Everything he does, I was just marking out for. Like, he moves he's his head, he sort of has little, like, shoulder moves and like that weird <laughs> little trumpet hulk up thing that he does <laughs> like trombone thing I should say it was just like this guy's awesome <laughs> yeah. yeah it was super fun to watch and I think the crowd definitely contributed to how fun that match was like it really felt like um, Daniel Bryan in his prime uh, face run <laughs> with the crowd just going crazy for him yeah, because they were way, they were very much like way behind him. Um, yeah. Even though he's a heel and stuff, but yeah, they were sort of cheering him and, and of course, booing everything that um, Heavy Machinery did. But, <laughs> but yeah, but Brian still managed to kind of like a lot of a lot of wrestlers. Uh, you see when they're when they're um, cheered instead of being booed, or they're booed instead of being cheered. Like obviously, like Roman and things like that. They, you can tell they don't sort of know what to do. Like, oh, yeah. should I go with this and be a heel like they want me to or not yeah. or what or, you know, or they kind of argue with the crowd and sort of thing, <laughs> whereas it's probably the worst thing to do if you're a face and they're booing you. You don't want to then give shit to the crowd because now you are a heel. Yeah. Like, so. yeah. But for heels to get cheered, especially like for Daniel Bryan, like often is the case where like, the, the crowd is cheering for the heel, but that's because um, it's a big name baby face that they're sick of, or like it's in Canada. So, you know, like, like when Hogan was a heel, like he would always be cheered in Canada and stuff because they tended to cheer for the heels more and stuff like that. Yeah. And like Goldberg would always be booed, you know, things like that. Um, but these were just, it's just heavy machinery. Like, as good as they are, they're not like these this big name tag team or anything. So it was obviously just a case of the crowd being like, yeah, no, we that's our boy Daniel Bryan. We're gonna cheer for him. So, but Bryan still managed to get his little you know shit heel tactics in and and all that. So yeah, it's because they're in uh, Tacoma, Washington, weren't they? So that's like yeah, yeah. He's, he's home state. Yeah, so I mean that's always gonna you know which yeah. which almost started making me think that like heavy machinery were gonna win because. I thought, well, you see wrestlers lose all the time in their hometown. Yeah. And, um, and like, Heavy Machinery, it's like, well, they're doing a good job. They're getting, you know, a little bit of a push, obviously, with a title match on a pay-per-view. It's not it's not the Royal Rumble or Survivor Series or anything like that, but, I mean, still. I and, think um, if they were against any other heel tag team, they would have been cheered for sure, Heavy Machinery. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. they are a team as opposed to, like, two guys that they're just sort of yeah. stuck together. Well, they've got beards. Give them the belts. <laughs> you know? So, like, every machine, they are actually a team. So, I don't know. Yeah, well, I just, I just, I just was laughing the whole match, I think, just at Otis and everything he did. So, yeah. 
That was pretty Don't cool. forget, but they have come up from NXT, so you know what happens to those towels. <laughs> yep, they'll be on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we just have a list of names on the back. <laughs> so well, just like tour dates. like <laughs> In memory of. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Pretty and like all this. <laughs> so just a side note, like now Tyler Breeze has gone back to NXT. Yeah. Like where does he fall? Is he still in the graveyard? Has he returned to the grave? Like, I don't know. Mm. He might be like. Because the graveyard only exists on the main roster where they're getting underused. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a tough one. Okay, he's being resurrected. Yeah, resurrected, he's like a yep. zombie. I like he's it. like yep. the walking Because <laughs> <laughs> he came out of the graveyard and now he's and, back to like... Yes, yeah. it's like man, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, um, dead is better. <laughs> that match he had against Velveteen Dream was so good. Really showcased yeah. what he can oh, do. Oh, yeah. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. Like, if they're serious about it, I don't see how um, being, like, in NXT, but a big name or a big star in NXT is, like, oh, you failed and all this. Like, like some guys are clearly NXT guys. Yeah. And, and whether or not, I mean, they could have done a lot more with him, to be fair. Like, they didn't really give him much to do. Um, and I think if they had given, like, Tyler Breeze, like, decent storyline and, and put him in some high-profile matches and things like that. Like, you could have him as um, a big star, you know. Yeah. Um, but they didn't, for whatever reason, and they teamed him up with bloody Fandango, Fandango. and all that kind of shit. And, like, you well, know. Apparently Vince didn't like his gimmick. Um, no. Triple H loved it. And they made this whole big documentary about him going up yeah. to the main yeah. roster. Yeah, and then Vince that. didn't like his friggin' gimmick, so he said, no. Nah, yeah. Which sucks. It really does. I honestly think, um, like, we've all established, like, the quality of NXT is much higher than a lot of the main roster pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too many people see NXT as a starting place for wrestlers, yeah. and it's just they do this and then they get caught up and that's that. You know, I think we should see it less as a starting place and more as an equal brand. So if someone like Tyler Breeze gets called back to NXT, it's not a demotion. It's not that he's doing well. It's just that he's... It it shouldn't be much different to someone moving from Raw to SmackDown, you know? Yeah, I think they're trying to um, create NXT as that third brand, not as a developmental... And Absolutely. I think that really, yeah, and that's that's totally your point. Yeah, I totally, yeah. Yeah, I think they could have, like, to me, NXT should be, like, the, like, WWE independent version. You know, like, yeah, yep. all the guys that, you know, that, that do the rounds and evolve and PWG and Bowler and, and, and all that, and or they've come from New Japan or they're, you know, or whatever, you know, IPW, wherever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know those guys that are wrestlers and you know want to just work great matches and and for fans as well that don't necessarily care about storyline or 
uh, like character is the wrong word because you have your character in the ring, but like all the fluff and all the sort of yeah. storyline stuff and the mic skills and all that goes on with it. If you just like great wrestling and good matches, like that to me is what NXT should be yeah. or is, or you know, like it's because, and then you can have sort of different guys in there and, and women and stuff that might be more of a character than than a, than an up and up wrestler. But to me. If you had sort of like your all-out wrestling show in NXT, you could have your all-out entertainment show in, say, Raw, and then like yeah. SmackDown as kind of a mix of the two. And then your pay-per-view is sort of a big mix of everything because you would have people from everywhere. But, yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think necessarily going back to NXT to be like a main player in NXT is necessarily a demotion. It's just no. like, no, you, yeah. fit, you fit better in NXT. Yeah, because there's more yep. people like you, or you you can have better matches with these people, and you do better with a smaller crowd and like a a more passionate sort of independent crowd as opposed to, you know, trying to play up for TV and having to look at the right camera and all that sort yeah. of shit. So, when you look yeah. at any NXT show, there's not a lot of lot of fluff in it. It's match, 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 match. So yeah, you know, right. that, that makes yeah. a massive difference to the people watching it. Yeah. yeah, and the storylines yeah. and the feuds are told through the matches because all, yes, the, exactly. all the talent is in the ring. It's like you don't have yeah. to have 25 backstage, um, uh, you know, sequences or or Charlie, what's her name, coming up and saying, so what would you think about that match, you know, and all that sort of shit. It's like you can just well, tell the story like they did well, with Gargano and um, Yeah. But even if there is a backstage segment or just a segment on the microphone in NXT, it always means something. It's not fluff. It's always furthering the storyline. And that's kind of what an issue is with Raw and SmackDown is there's just a lot of unnecessary um, content Mm -hmm. in the episodes. There's so much filler because we've got got all these commercial breaks and we need to lead into them and... And, and, and we've got all this time to fill and all that kind of stuff. Whereas with NXT, it's like, no, we're putting on a show and this is the show. And then yeah. that's all we need to do. So was it SmackDown a couple of weeks ago? I think it was. They only had, they had like two or three wrestling matches on the show and everything else was filler. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So. And like, they used to do that a lot in like the Attitude Era and stuff like that. But that's when the show was purely sort of an entertainment show with a couple of three-minute matches here and there just to sort of yeah. tease tease you enough to get you to buy the pay-per-view to watch the actual, like, 15-minute yeah. yeah. match, you know? But, like, yeah. now they're trying to sort of do a bit of both and it's like, mm, you need to kind of, I don't know, pick one. Like, if you want to be all entertainment, that's fine because then you can put all your wrestlers and stuff, like, and, and, and make the wrestling show NXT and then people will watch that. So yep. if you want to see the big names wrestle, like the big, big names, like, then... That's what the pay-per-view is for. But yeah. now they have the network, so it kind of cancels out a lot of that. So, yeah, But, true. you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, obviously, it's obviously working for them as much as the AEW, you know, diehards want to sort of already sink the ship of, of WWE as <laughs> if, oh, like, it's over, it's finished. Like, we had one pay-per-view, it's done. Like, brother. <laughs> like, Vince doesn't care. Vince is like, really? Yeah, yep. Let me just count my money again. Yeah, like Never Seth Rollins happen. said to Osprey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I mean, well, speaking of NXT as well, someone who peaked in NXT, 
uh, <laughs> if, if, if you believe the uh, <laughs> the critics. Uh, we had the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. She defeated. This is not a good. This is not a good show for your favourites, uh, Steve. No, uh, no. Bay, Bailey beat your girl Alexa. <laughs> My girl Alexa. Oh, <laughs> uh, I knew it was going to happen. There was no way the belt was coming off Bailey yet. So, yeah. Look, I was happy with the way the match went, I guess, and and what happened afterwards on SmackDown. So, yeah, I'm. I was a little bit worried for Bailey because. We all know they love pushing Alexa to the moon. Um, yeah. Yeah. And not saying she's not worthy. Like, she's great at what she, she yeah, does. Don't say that, Stacey, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Steve but... will fly down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be down in Melbourne in a heartbeat. <laughs> I won't answer my door for the next week. <laughs> we all know that she's single now and I've got a chance, you know. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> She'll be off Aussies now. She'll be like, nah. Yeah. She'll be like, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
you know, like <laughs> it's not, not at like, all. People aren't going to be like, well, guys aren't going to be like, oh, but she's so awful. Like nobody cares. <laughs> They're going to be like, yeah, it's Alexa, yay. <laughs> so, and if you have like full psychopath Nikki going like nuts, then yeah, if I she does her, good. yeah, like if she does her role to the full potential, like you can't help but it wouldn't matter who she was up against. Yeah, yeah. that would be actually- really good for Nikki. Yeah, I'm actually quite glad. Now, I know we were sort of complaining when she didn't come up with Sanity in the first place. I'm actually quite glad she didn't come up with Sanity now. <laughs> yeah, it's like Carmella or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, like, yeah, oh, where is she? Like, <laughs> why didn't she come up with the other two idiots? Like, <laughs> where are they? <laughs> Nowhere important. That's all right. So, um, but, yeah, well, I don't know how to say this in the next match, but, I mean... They're booing Roman again. Mm. So, is anybody surprised? <laughs> there's, really? There's definite. I mean, it's not as bad as it was, but yeah, he's definitely being booed again, and against Why? guys that he shouldn't be booed against. Really? Why because, Drew? Why Drew? Yeah, because I mean, like Drew McIntyre is doing everything perfectly. Like he yep. is this big, scary-looking bastard. He's like. He's foreign, so obviously you know, <laughs> he's evil for a start. So he that's another reason why Nikki might turn because she's not American. So Vince will be yeah. like, well, what else did he <laughs> Yeah, true. Um, so, but, so Drew McIntyre is doing everything that he should do. And he's, he's, you know, he's come back after years away and, and he's, he's bigger and he's better and he's more meaner and tougher and all this. His mic skills have improved and, like, he's just this fucking beast and then and doing all these horrible things. And now he's teaming up with Shane McMahon, who everyone's booing because, fuck you, you rich bastard, you're the son of the <laughs> boss and all that sort of classic Shane McMahon heel shit. And yet Roman comes out and just is like, well, I'll stand up to you like a hero. Everyone goes, boo, fuck you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, man. Like, and now I kind of feel bad for him because it's like, well... Yeah, like what you got to do something different, like, and that's yeah. the key. Like, it's the same shit. Like, mm. it's the same music, it's the same entrance. He's got the same gear, it's the same fucking ooh and all. It's like, fuck. Like, I saw the trailer for bloody that Hobbs and Shaw movie the other day, and of course Roman's in it, and he pops up, and the shot of him is him going ooh ah. It's like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, is that all you do? Like. <laughs> I'm glad you're back, but like, fuck. The gimmick Jane crosses Russell. over even to popular culture. Yeah. But um, how about put him in a tag team that isn't with Seth Rollins? Well, I would have always black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. We <laughs> both have long hair. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Tattoos. <laughs> no, it won't work because Roman wasn't on NXT. Damn it. Yeah, he was. But he was. Oh, he was, yeah. <laughs> See, I've even forgotten about that. That's but it. He's, yeah. he's immune to the graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think, like, I, I, the the further, to be fair, though, like, the further this match went on, the more I liked it. Like, about halfway through, I was like, oh, fuck this match. This is yeah. just boring yeah. shit. But then, like, they did actually... Um, like it did build up and like like Drew like just smacking flipping Roman into the bloody table. Um 
the, the the announce table and shit like all of that i was like wow that's that's pretty fucking full on so mm. uh, but then it did like we did little did get a little bit of like superman roman like oh he's gonna just kick out of everything but i don't think they went overboard with it i thought it was just that enough yeah. like the reminder of like yeah, yeah yeah this is the guy that overcomes the odds and stuff but it wasn't like like the super cena and the super roman and shit like that we've seen in the past i, I didn't think i thought like it, it sort of it seemed like it was going that way and then they kind of pulled it back a little bit so like by the end of the match i was kind of just like oh yeah okay cool like all right like roman won but like that's that's fine that's what yeah. they want you to think. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're being very cautious with Roman and, dare I say, using him in sort of small doses because they know, like, they obviously have no intention to refresh his character or his gimmick, same thing. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's very easy for him to fall into that trap and start getting booed again because we all knew that you know, um, people would eventually stop having sympathy for him and just kind of go back to old ways. Yeah. I think what you're going to find, though, is like another six months, 12 months, whatever, down the track, I think you're going to find, like, if people aren't going to out... Like, people were cheering him, right? Because it's like, yay, like, you came back, like, you, you're healthy again, like... And, like, legitimately, too, like, because, you know, you boo the shit out of him, but that's just wrestling, you know, like, real-life shit. Like, nobody wants him to be sick. So it's like, great, you're back, awesome, like, you know, top job. Um, Glad you're back, glad you can do what you love, you know, awesome. But now when people get bored with him or hate the same old shit, they're not – they're obviously going to stop cheering for him, but they're not going to boo him because they don't want to be that guy that's like, boo, like, really? You're booing, like, the leukemia guy? Like, really? Yeah. Like, so they're not going to stand there and boo him. So I think what you'll find is you'll just get silence. Yeah. So people won't yeah. cheer because they don't want to cheer, but they're not going to boo because they don't. They feel like they can't boo him because, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be that guy that's like, you know, people think I'm a dick for booing, like, the, the real guy, like, yeah. as opposed to Roman Reigns, the character. So I'll just stand here and say nothing. And you're just going to have, like, this dead reaction of nothing. I mean, so. I feel like there still will be those few people that will boo him, you know, and they'll they'll just defend themselves by oh, saying, oh, I'm booing wrestling the character, crowds. not yeah. the man. I respect <laughs> yeah. the man. But, yeah. You, you're going to have wrestling crowds just be like, fuck you, I don't care. Like, they're going to yeah. have just idiots in that. They don't give a shit. That's right. But, yeah. Yeah, I think I just wonder how I can see that happening. Whereas, like, here comes Roman, like, here comes the big dog, and then just nothing. Because you won't won't have people cheering him and you won't have people booing him. So, there was a a, um, a, a meme on Facebook with Michael Cole at home in the mirror, (laughs) the big dog. And it's like, (laughs) what does his wife think of this? (laughs) It's boss time. (laughs) (laughs) And then he jumps into bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vintage um, Michael Cole. Yeah. I just wanted to take a moment to call out, like I, I'm pretty sure I messaged you, you guys about it, that Reddit yeah. thread where they were saying like apply 
current commentary to older wrestlers or older segments and the top comment was big boss man comes out and then michael cole it's boss time Oh, God. It totally happened nowadays, yeah. (laughs) A note on that Reigns-McIntyre match, I was reading that one of the, um, you know, it wasn't Meltzer, so I I do, you know, take it with a (laughs) grain of salt. I don't like Meltzer at all, but anyway. Um, Yeah, they were saying that that McIntyre originally was supposed to be winning that match, but with what they had planned for the next night on Raw, they they couldn't have him winning it because it wouldn't make sense with Shane and him um, challenging him to a a two-on-one match on Raw. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Like I said, like I wasn't watching it going like, oh, fuck, really? Like, here comes Roman again. He's going to come back. It's like, because that's what, you know, your, your top baby faces tend to do. Yeah, so like, but I did think like it was heading that way where I was like, oh, here we go. I'm going to fucking hate this by the end of this match. But then it sort of, they pulled back a bit and it was just like, oh, all right, okay. He sort of came back enough mm. and then won. I was like, well, all right, that's fine. So... Like, I didn't love it, but I didn't. I wasn't there being like, oh, fuck, another Roman Reigns match. Like, of course he wins. It's like, no, no, he, they sort of, he earned it, I think, like, in yeah. that match. So. Yeah. And then, like you said, the way it went, where obviously we got the on Raw, the, the two-on-one challenge and all that kind of thing, I think that sort of, yeah, it made a lot more sense. Because why yeah. would McIntyre challenge him to a two-on-one match if he won? He'd just He's be like, ah, sucked yeah. in on yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. 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 So. I've beaten the big dog. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Where's my deep fried Mars bar? Like you just be like that's what Scottish people eat, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Story checks out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> deep fry everything. <laughs> All right. Well, Dolph Ziggler, he got beat again. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> yeah. That's what he did. But this time, it was at least like original and cool. Like, I thought it was yeah. amazing. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I'm sure they've done that ending somewhere before, but I don't remember it. So yeah, I, I not liked in Kofi. that fashion. Yeah, no, I liked maybe. Kofi kind of, you know, sort of last minute ditch effort of just yeah. leaping out of the cage like that. Yeah, it was cool. It's kind of a no brainer. Like it's amazing that no one has tried it before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all run over and like reach over the ropes and try and pull people back in the ring. Yeah, <laughs> but they never just think to just over them. suicide dive through the ropes out of the cage. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> often you see like that that mistake where like you know they they're both up the top and one of them sort of knocks the other one off and you know it's like a big bump, but then technically he wins because he's hit the floor first. Or um. Uh, like there's that one where like when Big Show debuted in WWE and you know he sort of oh, threw yeah. Austin through the cage and well, Austin oh. landed outside and it was like well, yep. Austin wins so um, you know even Vince Russo when he won his WCW title like that's how he won it so I think because um, Goldberg speared him through the cage that's right and, and he was outside and so he beat Booker T but yeah the less said about that the better but um <laughs> Don't mention but yeah, I, I, I thought this match was was okay. Like it was to me getting a little bit stale, but the ending really sort of mm. like all I remember really about it is the ending, which which yeah. um, was a was a plus, I think. Yeah, yeah. I I'm still really concerned about Kofi's title run. Um, mm, yeah. Like he's had good matches so far, but the last. 
um, couple of pay-per-views he's defended, like the crowd has just been absolutely dead. It's like um, there was so much hype around him to win that title. And when he won it, it was just incredible. And it's just like as soon as he got that title, people kind of stopped backing him and they still support him, but they, I guess they don't feel the need to get behind him as much because he got there and now he's, quote-unquote, the guy. He's got the title. Yeah. But, yeah, it just makes me worried about him because it's, you know, pretty easy for Vince to be like, oh, he's not a draw. Take it off him. Give it to Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. They need a big E heel turn. I, I would I would like to just see a triple threat with a new day. Like no heel turns, no nothing, just Yeah. Just he comes good out old sportsmanship. On, he, yeah, he comes out on SmackDown and just says, Guess what, fellas, this is what we're doing. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a title shot and you a title shot and we'll just see what happens. And then as far as like the company is concerned, you could then use that match to gauge who like who's getting the most cheers, who does the crowd seemingly want to be champion. And mm-hmm. you sort of go from there. Like, oh, they really do want Big E's champion. Well, all right, we won't give it to him just yet. We'll make him build up to it and something like that. So, yeah. The only difference is, you know, the crowd might cheer Big E against Kofi because Big E would be considered the underdog. But if you put Big E against, I don't know, like Seth Rollins, they're probably not going to cheer him. Yeah, which means, you know, the he wouldn't be a plausible champion. I mean, WWE champion, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Who who do you think? Um, like, where? How much longer do you think Kofi has as champ? Like, do you think he holds it for a, a while yet, or do you think they will take it off? Well, him? have you read the read the dirt sheets about what they reckon is going to happen? Nope. No. Uh, Shane. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, actually, I did. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would just be massive, massive heat on Shane. But I, oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know how, how they're going to take it off him or who they're going to, who he's going to drop it to, because it's just it's Ziggler, Ziggler, Ziggler at the moment. I don't see mm. you're not building up any new feuds at the moment, which makes me worry about Shane because he could just insert himself into the title picture whenever he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder. Like it, it's, it's. Or like, Bray Wyatt's coming back soon, isn't he? Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't give a shit about Bray. Wyatt. <laughs> but he'll 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 Neither lose anyway because that's what Bray Wyatt does. He just loses. Yeah. yeah. And he just comes out and talks shit, you know, whatever. And now he's like Mister Rogers or whatever, but not really. Yeah. Secretly, he's a fucking murderer or whatever. Okay. I just think they they had their chance with him and they fucked it up. And yeah, big time. That was it. So. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do feel the same as you, Stacey. Like, I think like once, once he won the title, then he's not like, he's not that guy that's been here for 11 years and never had the title and, mm-hmm. and, and like the, the, the fairy tale dream and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, it kind of, then what? You know, like if it was a movie, that's where it would end. You know, it wouldn't be like, and then what happened? Yeah. It's like nothing. He won the title and happily ever after. Like, but yeah, I think they just, I don't know who it would be, but they do just need to find that right opponent for him where they, they really bring the best out of each other and really do have sort of like a vicious rivalry and just, 
you know, it, it's it's yeah, just to build to a like a real cracker of a match that's more like he's always in good matches, but and same with Ziggler, but I didn't get the feeling in this of like Ziggler tried his best, but he came off a bit corny of being like, yeah. Oh, I hate you, Kofi and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But you do need that sort of Yeah. Having said that, like, I really didn't mind the feud. Like, I feel like it was even a little bit better than I expected. Um, I think the problem with it is there's not really any stakes. I don't think anyone believed for a second that Kofi was, like, the the guy that Kofi would drop the title to would be Ziggler. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. I think a heel Miz would be good against Kofi. Um, Yeah like classic heel Miz or even if they wanted to try something different like give Elias a decent run at him or um, yeah. you know Hatton Suspenders Man wherever he went to um, <laughs> you know Andre I know you know wherever he, yeah <laughs> so because he, he he got some good heel heat so and I think like Elias you could do kind of like a lot of comedy stuff with him, obviously against the New Day and stuff, because they're both sort of can be the comedic characters. But if, if you just fine tweaked him a little bit, I think he could then like sort of shrug off that, like I'm not a joke, and just go full on sort of like not psycho, but be a bit more brutal against Kofi. I think, I think that might work, all right. Yeah. So I don't know if he's ready for the title, but I mean, give it a try. You never know. So, a year ago, no one would have thought Kofi would be champion. So, yeah, that's true. Just a matter of uh, trying things out, I suppose. I mean, I'll bring even up Gargano and let him have a shot. Yeah, well, I mean, if Champa was healthy, yeah, yeah. Champa would be a great opponent for Kofi. Yeah, because he could come up. He'd have the chip on his shoulder, like I never lost my NXT title, and. You know, he's a good vicious Gold. heel and, like, just this little, you know, ripped-up bugger. Like, he'd just fucking go nuts. Like, he's... Yeah. So, yeah, they if he was healthy, I think, yeah, Champa would be good. So, yeah, he'll, he'll probably be another one that ends up on the NXT graveyard shirt. Yeah. Oh, I don't say that. <laughs> Coming soon to the steelcageshop.com. <laughs> we'll just we'll just make sure Adam Cole stays in NXT. We won't bring him up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he only turns up for title matches. That's it. Yeah, that'll do me. To, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he can win the Royal Rumble and then yep. he can main event WrestleMania, <laughs> yep. but he can be in NXT. No appearances <laughs> in between. Uh, no. <laughs> hang on, isn't that Brock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Someone's already got that gimmick. Oh, I would right. love to see that match. Brock and Adam Cole. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be a good match. Yeah, it would be. I mean Adam Cole put on a good match against anyone technically, but as a just as a spectacle match, I think that would be really good. So yeah. Maybe one day. One uh day. well this show ended on a bit of a down note, I think. Sort of went out with a whimper. Because this match was pretty shit, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Seth Rollins eventually defeated Baron Corbin. Um, he gets hit 17 times with a chair and takes all these fucking manoeuvres and then he's still able to come back and win in the end. Yeah, I I will say, I, I, funnily enough, I did like Lacey Evans as the ref. Yeah. Um, she was good. Really good job and, and just being that, like, you know, 
like, oh, just count it properly, god damn it. You know, like, she did a good job. Oh, my shoulder hurts because yeah. I had to tap out before and all this kind of stuff. Right, just like, the facial expressions when she had to actually go down and make the count. She's like, oh, really? And yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, by, and like, changing the rules. Like, oh, there's no count outs and then there's no disqualifications and then, yeah, and... The whole time, I mean, I, I'm sure there were a lot of people worried that that Corbin was going to win it, but I never thought he was going to win it. I thought, like, no. uh, as soon as soon as Evans was the ref, I knew that Becky was coming out. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't even think of that at first, to be honest. But then, yeah, there was no way Rollins out. was going to hit Evans. So no, yeah, it's the next no. best thing. He's I was I, I was waiting for like Corbin to do the old like I'm going to hit you in the back type of thing and Seth move out of the way and like Corbin would have knocked Lazy over or something you know oh, yeah. Yeah. the problem with that match was it its only purpose was for Lacey and Corbin or particularly Lacey to gain enough heat for Becky to come in and make the save like <laughs> yeah. the whole match just led up to that and it was just it served no purpose no. it was just a snooze match yeah uh, any other place in the card, fair enough, but to kind of end the show like that, it's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Like that should have been a um, a raw match that then yeah. set up the pay per view, which they yeah. uh, which is what they're gonna do. Um, but yeah, it kind of wasted like a pay per view main event, I think, just to set up the next pay per view main event, which Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. So and I mean that ending with Kofi and Dolph, like that could have been a cool ending to the pay per view. Yeah. Like he dives out of the ring and and into the floor. It's like, hey, you know, like so, that would have been cool. But yeah, I didn't. I just thought the match was pretty shit. Like, I, I did like the crowd. Like I messaged you, Steve, like because yeah. I was watching it, and I'm like, are they chanting? This is awful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. There was some CM Punk chants and some AEW <laughs> chants in there too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you know, you're not doing a job in your match when people are that far away from it that they're chanting for something nothing to do with the match. Yeah. 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 Well, like when they used to chant for JBL and stuff when he was sitting there at commentary. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I just, I think it ended up okay. Like I, I did like AC mm. as the ref and. Um, Obviously, we we did get uh, Becky coming out and sort of evening the odds and stuff, but uh, yeah, it took a long time to get there. So yeah, way too long. Mm-hmm. And I was... can I just sorry? No, you're right. You go, Stacey. Um, Can I just say my like I'm not completely opposed to the team of Rollins and Becky, but. It's completely unnecessary to bring their real life relationship into it. Yeah. And if you you want to make it a romantic thing between them, then you have to take the time and build that up on screen. Like you can't really sell this romance to the crowd by just being like, oh, like they're dating in real life, so now it's yeah. kayfabe. Mm. You know, like unless yeah. you're building up that relationship on screen. Then I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And the commentators kept saying, "Oh, it's his girlfriend. It's his real life girlfriend." Yeah, and it's just yeah. weird timing. Like they didn't acknowledge it before, and they're just acknowledging it now because they they want to insert that into storyline and sell tickets, I guess. Yeah, 
I was just going to say before, after I'd seen the pay-per-view and all that, I was, I was scrolling through Twitter and there was this thing of, um, I don't know if anyone knows, Antonio Inoki. He was a wrestler and a promoter mm. in Japan. And he was he was the king, the king shit of his promotion. Anyway, there was this match going on between, I forget who it was, but two like um, known superstars in their younger days. And he was so pissed off with the match, he came down to the ring and bashed a chair against the guard and told him to stop the match. And I was thinking, wow. fuck, I would have loved Vince to come down and do something like that in that main event. It would have been so good. <laughs> yeah, just, just end it. Yeah. <laughs> I can finish it now. Yeah, he sends Brock, he gets, you know, Brock on a the private jet to fly us. <laughs> Get here as soon as you can. <laughs> bring, your, bring your suitcase. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so if we sort of move on to Raw, what, what do you think about... Um, you know that that being the next sort of raw, payment, well, the the raw, the main event from the raw brand, I should say, for the pay per view being like Lacey and Corbin against uh, Seth and and Becky, and in the fact that like, if if uh, if the heels win, then they'll both be essentially the the world champs. Is that have they made it title for title? Have they? Yeah, they've said if. Um, if if Rollins and Becky win, then that's it for Lacey and Corbin. Like they don't get any more title shots, basically. Yeah. And then Corbin went, okay, then we'll 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 accept your stipulation. But if we win, we win both your titles. Yeah. So it's almost like a tag team title match, but the titles are the Universal title and the Raw right. Women's title. Right. Okay. So like um, if Lacey if Lacey pins Becky, for instance. Yep. She'll be the women's champ, but Corbin will be the universal champ as well. Oh, that sucks. Mm. Which is a way I, I see think... that, that could... Sorry, yep. Go. I was just saying, which is a way I think they they might do it. Really? It would have been would have been good if it was whoever pinned whoever, because that's the way you could get the belt off Becky and give Lacey her win. Um, that's true. But I don't like it. Yeah, well, if Corbin, if Corbin pins if Corbin pins Rollins, Lacey will still get the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah but. Yeah, true, and that that oh, I guess that works better then because then Lacey hasn't even actually beaten Becky. Yeah, and then yeah. you got Becky. Then you got Becky chasing her, which is always good. And but yeah, do you want has... the title on Corbin? No, absolutely. That, that's not. that's that's the key in this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, at least if he had the title, like as much as we hate Corbin and just think well, we don't even hate him, we just think like oh, he's just useless. But nah, like, I hate him. As, as much as we, yeah, like just have no use for him and don't want to see him, if he had the title, at least you would then be interested in watching someone take the title off him. So it's like, yeah. well, I'll at least, I, I hate it so much, I, but I want to see, like, whoever goes up against him will be like, yeah, yeah fucking get that belt off him. Yeah, I guess, but I think it'll just go back to Seth anyway, but. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. I'm oh, not, unless, not a, not that's a fan how get, of it. unless that's how Brock cashes in. <laughs> oh yes, please. That'll be awesome. Corbin like Corbin, finally wins it. Lacey, <laughs> well, they they win and then and then Corbin's there like yay, and then you just see that <laughs> Brock listen music like oh fuck, yes. and then he, he's champion for all of like two minutes. But Lacey Dude. still has her title, so you still have the Becky chase yeah. after Lacey but that, for the title. That, yeah, that that I don't mind. I think that'd be yeah. okay, I guess. But yeah, no, that, I I could work with that if Corbin was champion for five seconds and yeah, 
And then Brock would be cheered like a motherfucker as well. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would be like, fuck yeah, like get out of here and get the title off this idiot. <laughs> I <laughs> feel like it's... A, a backdoor um, face turn for Brock in a way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's terrible karma, like from us shitting on Baron Corbin in the last episode we did. To then have like him main event two pay per views in a row and going on to a third. <laughs> Vince See, listens, listens to the show. To us. He does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's like, "Girl, really? You don't like it? We'll have more of it." Yep. <laughs> I hear that Aussie girl must like Corbin. He's so handsome. <laughs> so because he we're has big to... dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to play reverse psychology. Like, yes, I love Baron Corbin. Yes, yes. <laughs> and please More bring Adam win. Cole up straight away. Please bring Adam Cole. <laughs> uh, he'll make that NXT graveyard shirt now. He'd wear it. <laughs> he would <laughs> be like, fuck yeah, this is a great shirt. <laughs> Can you just imagine, like, an awkward family dinner where, like, Triple H is sitting at the table and Vince walks in in an NXT graveyard t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Great. I need that to happen. We need to hit our beak. Old James Vanderbeek on Twitter. He could do it. Yeah. <laughs> NXT uh, graveyard in the style of Master of Puppets album. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, so besides that on Raw, I mean... I don't really want to go through everything that happened on Raw because it was pretty just kind of like, yeah, this and that. I mean, I don't care about the Viking Raiders and and the good oh, boys or whatever they're fucking all called. The fucking, all the fucking fanfare for the Viking Raiders. Oh, they've changed their name. They can't be that name. <laughs> oh, no. And they're not even on – they don't even get a push. They're not on TV. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there were other matches, of course, like Alexa, you know, beat Naomi and stuff like that. But um, – we did get the the uh, return of the dead man again, yeah. and and it's not uh, it's not Tyler Breeze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Savage. <laughs> but yeah, the old school Undertaker uh, came back to essentially, well, I guess rescue Roman in a way, um, from or make the save as they like to say. Nobody gets rescued, but whatever. Uh, against yeah, against Drew and Shane. So. I don't know, like, it's like, all right, we just had Undertaker and... Yeah, I don't mind it as much because I think Roman will do a lot of the work and then Taker will come in with Hot Tag and Tombstone, whoever, and they'll get the win. Yeah. I mean, I I, I am interested in Undertaker and Drew McIntyre, like... Yeah, that would be... If if that just goes off to be a feud and, like, Roman just beats the shit out of Shane McMahon or something, like, whatever... (laughs) Yeah, I would be interested in that match had it been, like, five years ago. Yeah. On Undertaker's part, like, five years prior Undertaker with current Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think, um, I guess Undertaker just signed a new deal, like, like six months ago or something. So I guess in that deal he had to make a few more appearances. So Mm. they'll be using him. Yeah, I think the, the key is if they are going to use him, they have to use him sparingly in like multi-man matches, whereas he can rest for a while and just, like I said, go in and make that tombstone and rope, walk the ropes and 
you know, just do his usual old school stuff and then... Old school. Old school. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Michael Cole. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I, I liked... um, Like, I was genuinely surprised. I was like, oh, fuck, okay. Good lights went out. I was like, shit, all right. Um, And there he was. It's like, oh, yeah. He's back from from Saudi Arabia. Super showdown. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm back from my awful match with Goldberg. But anyway. Wait, wait that was a thing? That actually happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on YouTube. <laughs> with, uh, with Drake Maverick. <laughs> it's like um, Undertaker gets resurrected once a year for Super Showdown pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah, like it doesn't it's matter all, what country you put it in. It's almost yeah. like he'll do it for the money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My I question is, you know, he could have. We discussed this last time, but he could have retired years ago and lived comfortably. Like, does he hate his family that much? Does he just not <laughs> want to spend time with them? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to get out of this house. He has no hobbies. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't just sit here watching TV. This is bullshit. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd be interested to at least see where it goes. I don't hold much hope yeah. for it, but I mean, you know, it, if anything, Take has probably got something to prove now because people are sort of turning on him a bit and thinking like, ah, oh, he should have fucking retired years ago and. The last four or five matches we've seen from you have been pretty bad. And, I mean, him and Goldberg, they copped up Hisling for that match in yeah. Saudi Arabia, which, yeah, it wasn't very good. But, I mean, they both did get dropped on their heads at certain points <laughs> in the match. So. Well, Goldberg said he was knocked out. so Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. You could, yeah. there's always, I mean, he's got it in him somewhere. So, yeah. But yeah. And, and Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. I mean, even with Roman involved as well. I mean, I'm still slightly interested to see where it goes. So it's not like, oh fuck this, like you know. So yeah, I just want Drew to pin friggin' Roman, but it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, the rest of Raw again. Braun, Braun Strowman and tug of war with Bobby Lashley. Oh fucking hell, really? <laughs> That's... Okay. You're just opening up the Mark Henry playbook of, of things to do with Braun Strowman at the moment. It's like, let's have him drag a truck around the car. And they're in the car yard. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, and, um, yeah, we had the, 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 well, not the title match, but the, the WWE champion in Kofi Kingston again. Um, he goes up against Sami Zayn and Kevin oh, Owens. And, but then we got Samoa Joe. So... Yeah. We did sort of skip over that before where we were talking about potential, um, you know, great feuds for, for Kofi. But, yeah, some some old Joe could, could I mean, that'd be great matches. But, yeah, I could I could, I could almost see some old Joe taking the belt off him. Give it to yeah. him. Give it to him now. I'd love to see that. I mean, I'd does... still um, watch Daniel Bryan versus Kofi again. Yeah, I think that had more legs. Yeah, have have Brian and Rowan like drop the belts to um, Big E and Xavier or something, and then that sort of drags them back into the the feud. Yeah. So, 
I mean, they did lose on SmackDown, so... Um, so, you know, New Day did, uh, did and Heavy Men, my boys, Heavy Machinery, <laughs> they did... Uh, <laughs> They beat. They did beat Brian and Rowan, and well, that's nearly the um, the Daryl special. That one, Daniel Bryan, Rowan, and Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Just need Strowman and Roman in there, and you got they got the uh, the Zaz and Blop special. But yeah, um, was um was the Shinsuke Bella thing on Raw as well? Or was that back then? Uh, I don't remember seeing it on Raw. Um, Balor was doing an interview, and then Shinsuke comes out, and you know, he's pointing at the belt and touching the belt and all that sort of stuff. So they're building towards that, I think. Okay, well that'd be cool. I'm keen. Because yeah. I mean, where's Nakamura? He's nowhere. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, no, he teamed up with Rusev, remember? And yeah. You, you, know, you picked that, Greg. Well, I right. did. Yeah, yeah. WrestleMania, but like they'll be a team. You watch. Yep. <laughs> They're the new Sheamus and Cesaro. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Fight for a bit and then become a team. <laughs> but uh, also, yeah, the the one. Well, I do want to touch on the twenty four seven championship just because I am interested <laughs> to see what you guys think. Like since our last uh, Aussie episode, where we were like, okay, that's the thing. Um, but yeah, our truth is sort of apparent if you believe. The, the hype or you believe the, the, the rumours or whatever you want to call it. Um, R-Truth is apparently the most searched superstar at the moment across all platforms, whether it's what, Google, Twitter, you know, whatever you got. Um, but, yeah, his little sort of on-again, off-again feud with, with um, Drake Maverick and, and the, the wedding and style of title... <laughs> And all that, and then of course on Raw you had everybody sort of win the title, like Slater and, and uh, EC3 and all that. But uh, R Truth obviously gets it back and bails out again. But um, yeah, I just wondered, what do you think? Is it? Are you still? I mean, well, one, were you ever entertained by the twenty four seven championship, uh, and are you still entertained by the by the twenty four seven? I think if it if it was anyone else that had that title at the moment, apart from our truth, I probably wouldn't be interested. But just his zaniness, just the way he, he you know, he calls it the WWE um, European twenty four seven title, or the you know, <laughs> yeah. the Continental twenty four seven European title, Television Championship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he just plays that part really well, and I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, um, I'm liking it at the moment, and the, you know, I think, but I think it's going to get a bit stale. Whereas when he loses the belt, he gets it straight back. I think that's mm. what's going to get stale. Mm. He's going to end yeah. up being like a 26-time champion in the next yeah. six weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, I think R-Truth knows his role and he yep. plays it to an absolute T. Yeah. Um, if it, as Steve said, if it were anyone else, I would have probably been bored by now. But it's definitely made for some hilarious moments, like. Standout for me was when he was like hiding on the table and Cesaro like slid it out <laughs> from under that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. However, I think they need to introduce some new competitors. Like it's getting a bit boring, yeah. just kind of throwing it back to Drake Maverick and you know all those guys. Um, yeah, we need some new challenges. I think. Mm. Yeah. 
The thing, the thing I found funny with that title is when Jinder Mahal won it on the uh, tarmac at the airport. He was in full wrestling gear. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he flies everywhere in his wrestling gear. <laughs> well, he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> he's not and using it. And then R-Truth wins it back on the plane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I guess if they... Um... If all of this is kind of like a long con or a long build-up to Carmella taking it off truth, then I guess it'll be worth it in a sense. Either that or, like we said before, you know, um, truth gets to 16 reigns or 17 reigns or whatever and thinks he's – well, gets to 16 and thinks, like, if I get one more, I'm going to be better than Ric Flair and all this, (laughs) and then, like, Charlotte beats him for it or something like that. (laughs) Which would be cool. I feel like – we should rename it to the social media championship or the Instagram championship yeah. it just seems like, yeah, it's defended more for social media clout than um, the show's purpose. It's the, um, it's the off-TV title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this, you know, Raw was Raw, but I I did have to mention the final match and the main event of Raw because it was, like, very good, I thought, with, um, like we said, Ricochet as the US champion going up against AJ Styles. Um, they kind of teased this at, at Stomping Grounds, or AJ's like, I'll see you tomorrow night and all that kind of stuff. I thought, oh, yeah, he's going to come out and challenge him or they're going to just get in each other's face a bit. But they actually just had a straight-up match. Uh, and, I mean... They just let them have a match. You got two great wrestlers. You got a title. You got the main event of Raw. Like, just go do your thing. And to me, like they did. And uh, yeah, AJ with a clean win over Ricochet, who just got the US title. Yeah, that so. was the most shocking thing about the whole match. I reckon mm. I didn't see AJ. Didn't think AJ was going to win. Well, I was waiting for some kind of like countout or TQ or some sort of non-finish just because that's what they like to do. But, yeah, you just got AJ going clean over Ricochet, which I liked because I, mm. I like AJ. And like I said, yeah. I, I, if it was up to me, I would prefer AJ over Ricochet and all that. But um, obviously it's set up now for a rematch and a title match and you can put Ricochet over AJ and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm even if, um, as much as I would rather see AJ win the title from Ricochet or in general, but uh, I mean, either way, I'm, I'm I'm happy to see more matches from these two because yeah, yeah, it was it was already a classic. So yeah, yeah AJ not, doesn't need belts. No, I'm not completely shocked that AJ won because I feel like at the end of the day, um, this may sound a bit harsh, but Ricochet is kind of a mid-card champion and AJ is a main event um, guy, yes. yep. you know? Um, I think it was more the fact how he won. He went clean and I thought that, I think that was a bit... Yeah. Idea. Yeah, it would, it would kind of be almost a step down for AJ to have the US title, but... Anyway. Um, just <laughs> an, another thing I'll, I was going to bring up um, about uh, Raw and SmackDown. Did you guys notice that... Um, Bray Wyatt's like fun fly firefly funhouse little creatures and dolls were in the background in some of the um the segments. Oh. Um when when Kofi <laughs> was stuffing his uh belt with pancakes, 
one of them was sit was behind him there. And when um, I think the, was it the Miz might have been walking to the ring, um, one of them was behind the Miz. Oh. Um, and then on SmackDown they did the same thing. I, I don't know who it was with, but they did the same thing on SmackDown. So they're really they're really trying to push this return of Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're doing everything right with him, but it's just they oh, haven't it's... before, and it's you know yeah, you back to that like and go, well, it would have to be something like fucking outstanding for me to be like wow that was great like yeah well done because it's just it's it, you know it's it, it's looked good and it's fizzled out and then it's looked good again and then it's fizzled out and then it's like oh yeah yeah so he was another one that i said he was like unbeatable for a while and then every man and his dog was whipping his ass so it was <sighs> like if you got into a feud with bray Wyatt, you knew you were coming out on top yeah exactly yeah pretty much <clears throat> Yeah. Well, I think I personally didn't uh, – I, I saw some highlights of SmackDown and stuff, mostly about the New Day and things like that. So I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't really have a lot to say about SmackDown. So I was thinking we could skip SmackDown for this episode and just go straight to our uh, winners of the week or uh, who has the big dick energy for this episode. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> And Stacey, since it's uh, your segment, we'll let you go first. (laughs) Thank you. I will take ownership of this segment from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I didn't think about this. I I need a... Yeah. Um, You know what? (laughs) I'm going to throw it to Steve (laughs) first. (laughs) I'm handballing it back to you, Steve. Handballing it back to me? Yeah. You're so so kind, so kind. (laughs) It, um, it is my segment now, so yeah, that's right. yeah so you can guns. do whatever you like. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Um, uh, look, I I had to think about it because it's nothing. There wasn't a lot that really excited me this week, I guess. Um, and it's definitely not going to be the Viking Raiders because yeah, we just don't want them. <laughs> um, I, I've got to go. I think I think truth. Um, with what we said before, that's been the most exciting thing in the last couple of weeks, I think. And um, the way he's, um, the way he is with the belt, yeah, as we discussed before. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go truth. Cool. Okay. I've given it some thought (laughs) and I'm going to give it to Ricochet. Um, You know, he had a a good match with Joe. Um, He had a good match with AJ and yeah, he's looking pretty strong at the moment. I mean, apart from losing Queen to AJ, <laughs> but but that's yeah, going he, somewhere. He's doing like that's well. Really, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. he's on TV and he's made a venting. Like that's enough. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. more than what we can say about Alistair Black. <laughs> if if well, Ricochet just... had lost the title to AJ on Raw, you could then think like, oh, what the fuck are they doing? But they're clearly yeah. like, it, it's it's it looks to me, obviously, and I'm sure it does to most people, like. Okay, that gives AJ the title shot, and then Ricochet beats him. So, yeah, you know, it makes him a bigger star and stuff like that. Which, which, like I said, I'm I'm fine with. Yep. Yeah. And Alistair um, Black can just go do his vignettes. Yeah. <laughs> it's all he's been doing the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go a bit outside the the square, so to speak, and I give my uh, big dick energy award to Otis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because. Mm. 
he uh he i just watching that match i'm like this guy's amazing and because it was such a, a surprise in the sense that i was that entertained by just like another random guy from a tag team type of thing um especially in a match with daniel bryan to say that yeah to me daniel bryan wasn't the most entertaining person in that match like that's that's a big call i think so um yeah and like who knows when he'll ever get the award again so (laughs) i'm gonna go with otis this is your moment otis that's right so but yeah so having said that that might be a good place to leave it for uh this edition of the steel cage once again uh you can follow us all on twitter starting with the show at the steel cage of course steve is at stinger 57 Stacy is at Little Sherby, and I'm at Greg T13. Uh, please head over to the steelcageshop.com to grab some amazing Steel Cage Network podcast T-shirts, and uh, be sure to listen to all of our wonderful shows. Derek's uh, Minutes with the Mayor has returned after a, a bit of a hiatus, and um, yeah, with some more interviews and stuff, which is always a good listen. And of course, uh, Derek continues the Dates series with Tim. So. If you're after some uh, snacking podcasts, <laughs> that's uh, that's definitely one to listen to. Their latest episode actually fe- features uh, Reese's Chocolate uh, Lover and um, Peanut Butter Lover's Cups, which uh, I've never had them before, but I have had the regular Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and they are pretty shit hot. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. check out uh, the Dates podcast with Derek and Tim. And uh, speaking of Tim, he and Jared, and I suffered through X-Men Dark Phoenix for the last uh, Unfunny Nerd Tangent, episode 78. So uh, you owe us to listen to that because we watched that fucking movie. Um, but, yeah, spoilers, we didn't like it. Um, but, yeah, no. listen, <laughs> listen to Unfunny Nerd Tangent 78 and uh, you can hear a multitude of reasons as to why we are eagerly awaiting the X-Men to turn up in the MCU and uh, not stuck in their current rut. So, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that movie. But <laughs> but that, that will do it for us and episode 388 of the Steel Cage podcast. Once again, a big thanks to my two Aussie co-hosts, Stacey and Steve. Thank you. No problem. And, uh, yes, we'll get out of here. And uh, as always, my name is Greg. So thanks so much for listening. And remember, kids... It pays to be the man's man. There's a man going round taking names. And he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down. When the man comes around. The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup.